Ford. Matt Hooper Ford. Yeah, we just we just tripping over ourselves tonight. Yeah, it's just uh, it's all right. We're very good. We're very good. Three, two, one. Hey, Edit everybody! In. Welcome to the Doc Hunter Podcast. It's DJ Marcus. Uh, <laughs> we already started, but uh, <laughs> why is it so solid? Quick reset. Uh, that way you know. That way they know what they're listening to. They know they didn't miss anything. Yeah, you haven't missed anything. We were just talking about uh, cranberry juice and apple juice. There we go. Cran apple juice. <laughs> That's all we were talking about for the last like two. Is it minutes. really cranberry juice or is it cranberry syrup? It's cranberry. Let's juice. discuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but Joey, this week um, was it was it was a different week. Was it? Yes. My daughter's staying with me now. Oh, so I don't. Have that would make it a different week. Yeah. That as qual- qualifies literally qualifies as a life changing event. Yes. Uh, so it, it's one of those things where she she's staying with me, and I have to get to the. I have to get Back, used to. Child is okay. All right, good to hear. I think you start staying with me, like living with another person. Mm-hmm. Like I have a roommate. Avocado Phil is my roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Phil Avocado. He doesn't like to be known as Avocado Phil. I don't know why. He's just weird that way. Um, but he is my he's my regular roommate. So Phil is the type of avocado he is. He is not an avocado type of Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you ever meet, you, you ever know a guy named Phil in uh, high school? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Phil. Uh, Phil played basketball, right? No, he didn't play basketball. But there, there was one Phil. Yeah, I know and that was White Phil. That was the cool Phil. This is this is this yeah, was okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Phil, he had the gold chain. You know the white boy cool yeah. haircut, it's just a fade, and it would be like slick down. Yeah, I knew him. Yeah, I, I knew that Phil too. I knew everybody at high school. Me and me and um, me and our guest tonight went to high school together, Joey. Oh, yeah, went to high school. Uh, I knew him uh, back before the beard. Uh, back before yeah. back before anything. Could I grow. can't envision that. Back before anything could grow on that face, I knew him. Yeah, it was bad. My shit, uh, <laughs> my shit started to grow. It grew on the sides of my chin. Oh no! It did not grow in the middle, and then it and, and it grew it on the little on my fat guy jowl right here, <laughs> and it was painful. It was painful. Like people were like, oh, your beard's so nice. Like, how do you get it, bitch? Patience. You have to go. <laughs> it it's like dreads. If you want them nice long dreads that 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 motherfuckers love. You got to go through the the, the, the Marcus phase at some point. <laughs> yes, I I'm growing dreads. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm accumulating. This shit ain't twisting nowhere right now. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you gonna have a hell of a bad harvest with that. <laughs> that shit going on, but I get it because that's how I remember. As a matter of fact, I have a picture, or there was a picture of me at at that house when we did it when the world was going. And we were all sitting, and I was like, "This is the bad hairline club. We all <laughs> fucked up in here." Yeah, all, all our hairlines sitting that. In Everybody's that hairline was fucked. I was like, "If I make it, that's the first thing I'm fixing. I'm getting hairline reconstruction surgery." That was before I started shaving my head. Yeah, well, I, was, I, I I cut my shit too, but then I, I was quarantined. I, I had COVID, and before that, I was just letting it grow. I wasn't going nowhere, mm-hmm. and um, and so I just let my shit grow out. But I, you know. People look at me like, oh, my God, I didn't know you can grow hair. It's like, yeah, bitch, I'm not bald. I just cut it that way. <laughs> at some point, you learn to lean into it. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you learn to just lean into it and take that shit. 
Uh, but then you just you, you let it grow and you're like, well, fuck, I got these curls. Like I forgot about these hoes. See, I made the mistake of reading somewhere that you're you're supposed to get your hair genes from your maternal grandfather. Yes. Which is not what happened with me. No. That was lie. No, that did not. I tried to cover the mic. I'm sorry. I'm trying. My. I'm not. I'm not getting. My. So my my maternal grandfather still had hair when he died. But my male pattern is following my dad's side of the family, and all of the LaFaros have the same pattern. Except for my brother, who has the thickest head of hair I've ever seen. Your brother's got that uh, Jesus hair. He's like right he now, he's, head, he's and I'm annoyed right now because he's not cut. He hasn't cut it since COVID started, mm-hmm. and it's just getting ridiculous. He like I think he braided it recently. <laughs> Your brother... Your brother is quite possibly the most appropriated person I've ever met in life. <laughs> white braids are the worst thing in the life. I hate white braids. White locks, gross. Burn them all. Oh, man, oh, man. But, yeah, man, this week's been a good week, Joey. Uh, anything happened to you fresh this week, man? Uh, I performed. I hosted a you, show. You did? Who, where'd did. You, it, was it a Zoom show? It was a live show. Oh. It was a cicada e lawn show. It was, the lawn was full of cicadas? Yes. Okay. Well, I wasn't invited to the show. Huh? I wasn't invited to the show. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I'm usually your only audience, man. I've been there since the beginning. I've been there I since the I told Potomac you I was doing Green. that Green Bus show again. Oh, you did talk about that Green Bus. I was working. That's what happened. <laughs> I apologize. I was working. Uh, Yeah, so you did the Green Bus. You So you hosted. They, they I, I got asked to host, and I was like, uh I don't really like the person's like I can't produce and host and I'm like okay I know that pain I can't <laughs> I can't say no and I ended up uh it was a fun show it mm-hmm. was a, it was a pretty talented show the uh it was funny because like immediately after the show ended um I got some you know, there was a chat going around with the comics that they, you know oh you know sorry for the crowd was kind of low energy or whatever and I'm like I just thank that crowd for being so great. <laughs> like, are you saying that I lied? <laughs> yeah, you did. Every host lied. Every host lies to crowds. It's your responsibility. Yeah, as a host. you have to tell them they were great. It's like it's like when uh, it, like when you're having uh, sex with a woman, you have to you have to tell her she was good. Well, especially even though you suck. If the way you're getting paid is a tip jar, then oh, you, then yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah, you gotta sell it. You gotta sell that one. Oh, baby, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that's the kind of shit you got to do there. But pro shit, I got I got to host a show and got paid. Hey, for it, what? So. <laughs> Were you not paying attention, Alex? No, I, w- I wasn't paying attention, but I was listening. <laughs> I was listening. Yeah. You got to tell her she was doing good, Mark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hilarious! <laughs> I heard. You. I wasn't paying attention, but I heard everything. What the fuck are they I can cuss, right? Yeah, the internet. Cuss. It's the okay. internet. Nobody, nobody's paying attention. FCC. Paying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the three years from now is when when things will matter that we said yeah. today. Well, uh, yeah, in, in about five years when uh when Joey has that first comedy special or you have that comedy special, you get a I get a phone call. Hey man, you know the dot comedy podcast? Can y'all delete those? We'll be uh, we'll be in the process just... of getting some contract for a TV deal and. Someone will go back and find the episode where I said that white women were the devil, <laughs> which is like five of them. Yeah, or we made fun of Asians, which is like all of them. That wasn't we. Uh, no, we made fun of China, the country. Oh yeah, China. Yes, 
We made fun of Asians. <laughs> Alex Brown has not made fun of any particular group of people. <laughs> On a podcast, at least. Now, on stage, <laughs> different. But, <laughs> you know, it's not It's not for posterity. Yeah, I can get to yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm making fun of somebody, you're going to have to catch me in the hat. <laughs> I'm not going to do it on a podcast. Well, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> It'll happen. Hey, Joe, I was hosting. I have to host Saturday. I, I was smiling like my third time hosting. It was one of those times where, I, you know, cause it's not like, it depends on like I don't I don't know how to describe it to people. For me, it's it's always weird hosting because I've used to have to do it, and it was a lot before. But it's different when you're hosting, and you just hosting. Like before, every t- almost every other time I've hosted, I was producing too, and so I'm worried about my set. I'm worried about hosting. I'm worried about the six other technical things that are going on. In the show, and except for when DJ Marcus was there, even then, because then I had to figure out is what you know what's Jesse doing, oh, uh, yeah. or whatever, what's Blue doing, or what else is happening in the background, and then, and then you know we've all hosted uh, sh- shows by other producers who uh, lean on you heavily as a host to do some producer things, mm-hmm. uh, like manage the talent, um, so. I didn't. The one thing that was nice with this one was I got to just host, okay. and so it was really fun. I didn't have to keep time for anybody. I didn't have to worry about letting people know that they were next. Like it was really well um, produced, so like everybody knew when they were going on, how much time they were doing, and all that. And all I had to do was be ready to ready to go when the person came off stage. And it started out where I was nervous because like I haven't hosted in three years, mm-hmm. but by the end of it. I like I got I gained confidence throughout the show. Okay, whose whose show was it? Uh, I forget the uh, name of his name. Carmia, our guest. Carmia, yeah, Carmia. Um, Carmia Weintraub. Yeah. Uh, Weintraub. 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 Okay. But it's, it's she's going. Or I guess her stage name is just Carmia. Carmia. All right. So okay. Yeah, because I, I remember the green bus and I remember her name being weird. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. She was a very good guest. Yeah. Unlike Alex Brown, who has not looked up once. I, swear to God. I thought you guys were going to introduce. I thought we were going to do that. I didn't know we were just spitballing, like, hey, this is such and such and such. That's all. I was like, I was waiting for uh, Ali Ebal to back. You board. literally asked me a question, and then I answered <laughs> and then it. You looked at it. You <laughs> checked out. Well, yeah, you kind of you gave me, like, oh, yeah, I had to produce. I was like, you're right, Nashville. Man. Just like, how you, like, how was it? <laughs> but you're right. No, I was wrong. I'm, I've, I've been in the house for, we've all been in the house, man. My phone is. I'm sorry. I've been a bad host. I've been a bad guest. <laughs> Shit. It's not a good look when people watching the podcast can see you see you on the on the episode being bored with it. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm I'm I, I guess in my mind I'm thinking, all right, we're gonna introduce her. But yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah, we, all right. Segment two. Isaiah, you're on your own. Se- se- <laughs> segment two is all about you. That's when we, that's when we sit down. Yeah, you go. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And segment- plus, I didn't want to interrupt y'all. No, we want you to be involved, though. We want, like, want you to be interested in what we're doing. My bad. My bad. It's, okay. it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, man. But so yeah, man. Where, where are you hosting? Where's uh, where's your where's the show? I'm, I'm hosting... Uh, I'm hosting uh, Crybaby. Crybaby DC. Uh, actually, it's a it's a pretty packed comedy couple of days for me. I got a show Thursday in Wheaton at Island Island Lounge or Island Oasis. It's a Jamaica spot. Oh, okay. 
I know we're doing Friday. Comedy I'm week. supposed to do Hannah's room, yeah, Hannah's week. basement, Fernando's show. Okay. And then Saturday, I'm hosting Crybaby at the uh, Upper West Side Cafe uh, okay. in Evans Morgan or Dupont, wherever it is. It's comedy all over awesome. the place, Joey. I gotta go get it. I gotta go yeah. find it. I'm not. I'm not getting a lot. Of <laughs> I'm doing Nottingham's on, on every other Wednesday. That's not a way to get booked. Yeah. Hey, yeah, listen, yeah, I did, I did, I did the Wednesday show of Nottingham's, and there was nobody there, but it, it it made me feel good just to go talk shit. Yeah, it's an okay, it's an open mic, it's it's a decent room. Maybe it's, it, it's definitely hit or miss. Like some nights is packed, yeah, some nights it is packed, yeah, and other nights it's not. But uh, the Friday spot is is definitely the one that you don't want to miss. The Friday Nottingham show or the Friday yeah, show the, you were talking? Yeah, the Friday Nottingham show. Yeah, I haven't been off of that one yet. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. You know what, Joey? Here's the the perfect time to announce the dot comedy is going to start new open mics come 2024. No, no. Uh, and Joey LaFaro will be hosting every Wednesday night at uh Fernando's Lounge. The fuck? It's a, it's a, it's Puerto Rico. I don't. <laughs> Wait, did you say 2024? <laughs> it's not. I I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not signing that contract. Okay. So okay. So we're just fucking off. No. <laughs> no. He's fucking. Around. Like I've said numerous times, I'm never running an open mic again, ever. Uh, if I do, it'll be a Zoom call thing. It'll be Zoom mic. I wouldn't mind doing a Zoom mic. But it's weird, man. That shit is difficult. It, it, it's hard enough to see motherfuckers bomb live, but let alone bomb in their shitty little uh, front rooms like mine. Well, that's see, too much. I, <laughs> I don't I see that's the thing is like I don't wouldn't run it like a regular mic. So like one of the only like one of the real places I'm only doing stand up these days is I do the uh, Washington DC writers group um Zoom call on Mondays and it's been invaluable to have like what they do is they'll have you they'll give you an opportunity to do material and then you get 10 minutes and you can use however much of it to perform and then the rest of the time they'll just give you feedback on what you on what you did. Um, how does that like? I, I don't know. It's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you can, it depends. Like, right? Like, you can you decide what you want to put out there and how you want to use it. But and you could literally go in and say, "Look, um, this is what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm looking for this type of feedback." You can also just leave it open ended and just see how people react. But because there's that kind of understood that you're going to take turns giving feedback, people are a little more plugged in to what you're doing. And so, you know, you're, the laughs are always going to be a problematic on Zoom. But, you know, since most open mics are just comedians anyway, at least this one, you get a little more engagement um, to people actually listening to your set instead of going, oh, he's going to do that bit again and tuning out. Um, so it's been really productive. I think it, I think it's great to be able the thing, one thing about zoom that I like is that, um, you don't have to go anywhere and spend money or time traveling somewhere. And, oh, sp- I, and with the thing is like, I can do multiple zooms in one night. I can't go all over the place. Like I got to pick and then I got to wait, like depending upon the room, you might be making a commitment to do, you know, to three-hour commitment to do five minutes. 
And then yeah. you and then if it's if, and then if people are checked out, you're not even getting any feedback you can use. You're trying to like do like para- parabolic arcs on on how 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 a comedian one comic laughing at this joke means that five audience members are going to laugh at uh, at this club three weeks from now <laughs> and extrapolate to figure out if something's funny or not. So. I, I like the I like that format better. So if I if I did another open mic, it would be kind of a feedback Zoom call type thing. And then you know I wouldn't be opposed to doing a you know putting together like a showcase. But I'm not doing open mic nonsense anymore. Okay, okay, Joey, I get it. No more that kind. <laughs> now I didn't say that. Thought it. Thought it. Say like, Jesus, that was a rant. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. Tommy okay, Lafaro, calm down, man. I don't hear that shit. <laughs> you haven't you haven't checked out the podcast. This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, I'm the I'm the guest. Yeah, I'm on the ass. Oh man, oh man. But yeah, Joey, it has been a uh been a different week for me. I have I haven't done too much of anything. I've been trying to again, daughter's living with me now, so it's kind of a new new thing. Um she's on a schedule. Uh, having ki- having a kid that's in school in your house is weird, especially with this hybrid learning nonsense. Uh, y'all teachers getting over on us. Uh, Fuck you. Getting <laughs> over on us, man. Y'all, Fuck you. Y'all We've been to- spending more time with your kids than y'all have for the past 300,000 years. <laughs> and now you all actually have to parent for 24 hours. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be dad all day. I gotta be. I gotta be dad after no, five. No, man. no, 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 no. After no, five, no. dad. That's what we used no, to. No, no, no. We finally got a teacher, we, on, so I can tell, how, tell him how I truly feel. <laughs> yeah, man, I hate that shit. Look at that shit. We was. I've been telling you this motherfucker doesn't listen for three years, and now you confirm it because he because he doesn't listen to you at home. Like, oh, oh, really? He, he listened. He was in that class just just because we were just because we were assholes. No, she listens after five. I know that much. So uh, so so if you get, if you just keep her till five, I can pick her up, and then that that way I know she's gonna listen to me when I get home. But uh, before then, I don't know what the hell these kids. Do. I like I watched my daughter in class, literally sit there and go, "This is so boring," and then just put her head down. I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's, I mean, she's right though. It's, it's, it's not like she's wrong. <laughs> I, she, she's not wrong. I, I'll never, I'll never get mad at a kid for saying this is boring. It's not a reflection of me as a teacher. I, I didn't. Nobody signed up to do this shit. We all thought we were going to be Miss Prison when we got in this stupid ass profession. And then you <laughs> find out that the curriculum is blocked and you're pigeonholed into nonsense. I mean, you know, well, yeah. If you go into teaching thinking, I don't know what people think. I didn't, you know, I don't know what I thought. I kind of just fell in this shit. And I'm I'm one foot out the door as is, but you know, um, teaching, education is a business, and the only people who get paid are the motherfuckers who don't spend no time with kids. There's no teacher in America that sees kids five days a week that lives, that gets paid what they should. Now, you know, if you've been teaching for a million years and you got all the degrees, you might could top out, but. You don't make nearly as much as motherfucker who wears suits every day and don't see kids. So, okay. Now what are you gonna do? You don't have to wear suits anymore. No, it's working from home. Everybody's at home now. Yeah. See, see, see what I what I think about teachers. Um, you all are very underpaid. I agree completely. I I, I believe teachers are, teaching is the one profession where you should be paid as no. much as the person who gets out of the other end of it. No, that's not true. 
It's not true at all. It's not. That's not. That's not. <laughs> Everyone says teachers should get paid more, but no one else wants to take a pay cut. Shut up. I don't hear Who's gonna take a pay cut? You guys deserve so much more money than take a pay cut. How, uh, how, how wow. am I gonna take? How it? does that? Okay. This how is... would you make more if I took a pay cut? I were in a grocery store. I don't know. <laughs> what pay cut am I fucking taking? Okay, <laughs> I should say this. These aren't thought out things. This is this is this is a material. But because I, I teach a material, I don't have to think it out. Like it's not something I have a discourse with you. Like, why are you naked? You got your, your junk all out. <laughs> I see you. Go get back in the water. So like um <laughs> So like my kid has these these Crayola Crayola bath bombs. It's not like a fancy schmancy bath. They're like color tablets. So you throw them in, yeah. and it turns a watercolor. Yeah. And like I mixed a bunch of them and just and it just looked black. I thought it was shit. <laughs> it was just black ass bath. The water scary. He looks really dirty, like a medieval <laughs> dark child. Uh, now he's just up making robots now. Okay. The. <laughs> I mean that that whole thing. Candace is up. Hey, dang, 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 dang. pretty funny, E M motherfucking T. There she is. Oh goodness, she got the shirt on too. What's up, baby? Hey, Alex, what's happening? Not much. How you doing, bro? Same old shit, different day. Is <laughs> it? Is it? How's New York treating you? Um, it's treating me good. Um, I'm just trying to get out here and get as much stage time as I can. I had two shows tonight. Was going to hit a third one, but I said, nah, fuck it. Let me get on the podcast. I'm so glad. I'm looking at these two motherfuckers. Like, I would do this shit to see Candace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we just talk about my stupid kid in Paris, isn't it? <laughs> trash. Oh, but man. yeah, well, I'm trash. Not you know, we we having fun. But yeah, you you been good though, you know, all that other shit. Yeah, I've been good. Um, trying to be all over, even though it's a whole pandemic. You know how I do. Um, <laughs> now, now they said that you almost had an accident last time you joined in while driving. Do you need to pull over? No, I'm fine. I'm good. good. Okay. I'm gonna turn the camera off in a minute. Um, but I, I'm good. I, I, I'm with you guys. I got a 45 minute drive home, so I'm I'm here. God, damn. So you'll be here the whole ride, whole whole show on your heart, yes. huh? Remember, I know. DMV scene in Virginia. Yeah, I remember them uh, pretty funny shows up 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 L, L Street, and then oh, I don't know where you live went went, but hey, everybody just put them miles in. All I yeah. heard was Boy Wonder. Mm-hmm. Same thing. <laughs> oh man! All right, so <clears throat> what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a quick break, Joey. Yeah. And Candace and and Alex, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we get back from this break, we're gonna sit down. And we're gonna have a conversation with Mr. Alex Brown. We'll talk to him. It's been it's been a while since he's been on the podcast, so we want to know what's going on with him in his world, man. It's, a, it's been a minute. Damn, you're right. Yeah, well, I might have just had my son last time I was on this podcast. Yeah, I think he was on his way. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Oh, but we'll be back in a minute with more on me, Dot Comedy Podcast. And this segment of that kind of podcast is brought to you by 
Tropicana Apples. You want something that tastes good going down? Tropicana Apples. Joey drinks Candy drinks. That means the Doc Comedy team will endorse Tropicana Apple Juice from here to the end of time. Because you know what's good on a good Sunday morning? Big glass of Tropicana Apple DJ Marcus And he loves it. And we're back, folks, in the Doc Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Jay Marcus. And you're listening to the Smooth Sound. And our special guest this week, Mr. Alex Brown. It's Candace August and Joe LaFarre. When you are in the DJ, in the DJ Marcus studio. That's what I'm going to start calling it. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. I take full ownership of the whole goddamn thing. This is Doc Comedy. This is DJ Marcus. All over the place. You had nothing to do with this, Joe. Yeah, it went all over the place because my mind got, got thrown off a little bit. I'm still trying to recover from the fact that you accused me of drinking apple juice made by Tropicana. <laughs> Tropicana apple juice is good, Joey. Tropicana's trash. Oh, well, uh, get some uh, Martinelli's. You can drink it. Be my guest. Martinelli's apple juice is good, too. Martinelli's apple juice is a one. Especially when we get a little a little slushy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's that big guy in both of us. We just... <laughs> oh, you gave the ooh wee too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, Joey, we got a special guest this week, man. Mr. Yes. Alex ooh. Brown. Alex Brown has been uh, a uh, cousin to the Dot Comedy family for a number of years now. He, uh, he, he was he was first seen at, a, uh, at the Dot Comedy Wednesdays at Union Jacks. Back when life was much more simpler, Candace was uh, was much different. I think she still had that red dress uh, that she wore at Phoenix Lounge at a failed Dot Comedy show. Why would you show. bring that oh, up? Sorry, I, I apologize. That's that was a that was a failed night. I apologize, Joey Lafaro. Uh, but Alex Brown has been a, been on the ulterior members of the Dot Comedy. How many kids are in that room? <laughs> <laughs> He's got one kid talking to himself. He's keeping himself one entertained. Kid. I'm ignoring one child enough for this podcast. I, I, I deserve a little credit. Like, come on, just one. Because I know he's talking to you. <laughs> he's talking to me, and I'm ignoring him. So he's just like, all right, well, maybe I just need to keep saying it because dad's just being dumb. It sounds like a bunch of kids. He is talking a lot. That is that is that is perfect dad uh, signage right there because I do it myself. My daughter will start talking and I'll just be like, yep. <laughs> turn the other way. I'm not dealing with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's dad I feel away now. I feel away. I got kids. What are you talking about? Guys, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> got no kids. There's one child in here. How many it kids? It sounds you got? like a lot of children. Slow <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker here. Candace ain't got nothing, so she don't know how one child can turn to 50 in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes, Isaiah. Hey, Candace says you sound like you're more than one person. Do you have a rebuttal? Pink Dolphin, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, man, but Alex, what you been up to, man? It's been a while. I think the last time we saw you, Doc Comedy saw you, it was on a, I think it was a Zoom show or a Zoom mic where, uh, when we were in the old studio, it was the first one you did. Oh. And Alex gets up. Now, the funny thing was, I was I was sitting. You were in my apartment. 
Yeah, that's and right. I, and I was like, oh, shit, is that Marcus? <laughs> just sitting in the background going, hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch. I ain't got shit to do with this comedy nonsense. That's Joey's thing. And I was like, oh, Alex is there, too? That should be fun. And I'm just listening to this whole this whole debacle of a show <laughs> that we just sat through. It's almost a year ago. Yeah, it was about a year ago. Oh man, but yeah, that was the last time. That was the last time we saw you, man. What you been up to, dude? Uh, this COVID thing is killing, killing the game, as it were. Nah, this is over with, bro. Comedy's back. Comedy's back. Comedy's back. Yeah, this oh, is over with. Alex I mean, Brown I, said it first. It ain't, it ain't what it was, but it, it shows going on, you know, in the area. It, you know, it's black shows, it's white shows. The shows is, yeah. I, I, I would say it's back. Um, any Asian shows that I could send some Asian people to? Uh, they go to the white shows. They go to the white ones. Okay, all right. I just want to see where they at. I got. I got to go find some. I think we. I think we both knew the answer to that question. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? They go to the white shows where they feel comfortable. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So so you've been you've been doing new shows. You've been uh, you've been traveling. Okay, now wait. Let me just let me. Okay, now when you say what's been going on with you. Uh-huh. Are we talking spectrum of who I am, or just comedy wise? Whatever. Comedy wise, I just been doing shows. I, you know, <laughs> I had a year off. Like, I don't really count whatever Zoom show that was. I don't count that. I'm talking. The last time we did the podcast was years ago. Yes. Yeah. Prior to what I've been doing, just a little motherfucking the back. <laughs> <laughs> Which also. I'm trying to speak freely, but I can't because he picks up everything I fucking say. Mm-hmm. In yes, the card, I said something. I was like, damn, damn, damn. So he's like, damn, damn, damn. I was like, oh, yo. <laughs> have a moment, you know? Candace, you can just cuss freely in your car. I can't, you can't cuss freely. He's, um, he's not a but, don't listen to that age yet. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. And, and I'm, I'm I'm, black. I'm not going to hear my, my child. So, yeah, yeah no, I can't. Yeah, I play um, I play laugh out loud radio with my daughter. She's ten now, so I just look at her and go, "You don't curse, they can," and that's all it. That's all it counts at this point. <laughs> yeah, once it's not even about the cursing. The content is inappropriate for a ten year old, Marcus. What are you doing? No, it's not. She there's a there was a bit that some comic did about kids, and she found it hilarious. Like she said, she sat there laughing her ass off about some bit that this comic was doing. I was like, "Why are you finding this hilarious?" Because she knows you, that you, kid. You can't be concerned about content and such because they don't know what you're talking about. They don't know. Now maybe seventeen and they get a bit wise in the world and the oh, that's why yeah. they sniff your finger. Yeah. But at ten, they just think, "Oh, there's dirt on it." You sniff. Yeah, they don't. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know for real. They, they don't know, know why. Okay, that's probably true. I don't know enough about kids to confirm or deny, but that sounds about true. It's it's pretty consistent. I mean, the one thing I I learned was that what you have to at one the rule we had was if you don't understand the word, don't use the word. Mm-hmm. You got you got to explain the word to me before I before it's okay for you to say it. Have you ever watched a kid cursing context? I did. I got in trouble doing that. I remember. Listen, first thing that I remember the first time I got, not the, maybe the first, but I remember I got sent to the office, and the principal at the time wanted me to spell out the words I was saying, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, is there L in there? Oh, 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 you. I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 
Kids cuss. Kids, kids cuss is the best thing ever because you're right. They don't know what they're saying. They're just saying. They're just saying it. My daughter literally. That's the sent a- HBO version of kids say the darndest things. <laughs> yeah, it is. My my daughter literally sent the email to a friend during like uh virtual school. She sent the email to a little girl that just said, "You know what? Fuck you." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and the and the dad being in me was inside going. You know what? She used it right. <laughs> I ain't gonna get that mad at her, but I'm like, why was she this upset with this little ass girl? Because <laughs> it was wow. In <laughs> ten year what fifth grade? Uh, yeah. No, yeah, fourth, fourth yeah, grade, fourth grade. My fifth grade. At least I was cussing amongst my peers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, there I was coming to class like I done, I wasn't doing Def Jam sets. But like, yeah, it was cousin. There was a lot because of cousins Because fifth, fifth grade, well, fifth grade now, I feel is different than fifth grade, our fifth grade. Oh, yeah. yeah. 90s, I don't know how much kids are out in the world independent of their parents. fifth grade was, was off the hook. Kids are more worldly now. They grew up with the internet. They've been exposed to a lot more by the age of 10 than we were. Not well, true. No. not all the way. They're more not, sheltered. Not really. They're more sheltered they are, and coddled than uh, we were. We ate uh, dirt. We actually were allowed to go outside, run around, fall, break stuff. There's a lot of rules that exist now that that because of shit we did. Yeah, a lot, a lot of those goddamn rules. I would like to see the numbers on kid abductions from like now to like 19, whatever, 10 years ago, just to see if kids have gotten smarter or if the kidnappers have gotten smarter. <laughs> who's 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 ahead of the curve? Because you know, I'd like to. They probably evened out, right? You know. I mean, kids, kids are kids are smart. But they are there. If a, what are we saying, Candace? I was gonna say if abductions are lower, it's probably just because kids don't go outside anymore. You can't yeah. be abducted if you're at home in front of your video game. And who wants a fat kid? Not me. <laughs> I was a fat kid. You couldn't abduct me nowhere. You, it's a lot you more wanna, work. You want to hear kids cursing? Uh, play Grand Theft Auto online. You'll mm-hmm. hear kids call you every name that you've never wanted to be called in your life. Nigger being the na- the main one. I don't know how many Hispanics have called me nigger in the, in the entire time I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Online. But I'm like, hey, hold on. what? You're playing mariachi music in the background, and your mama yelling at you. What the fuck are you calling me? <laughs> you need to get now, out of my get way, nigger. the internet, nigger. all rules are off. You have to oh, turn yeah. your sensitivity <laughs> off. You got to. You, you got to. Because everyone knows what a black guy sounds like on the internet. Oh, I know what to say to fuck with him. So yeah, like you, you now, now real life, man, you know. But how mad can you get? He's in Iowa. But just yeah. you, of course he calls you nigga for fun. <laughs> well, it's I mean, also, I, I I keep seeing these posts about how this, that, and the other, you have to understand your kids more now, or you know, mm-hmm. this is the and people are all like loving and they don't like, you know what? They, yeah, you should work to, to understand your child a little more. But you know what? There's also times where a kid's saying something and needs an attitude adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. You got to check them once in a while. Sometimes you need to change the channel. <laughs> that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. You got to check them. Yes. It, 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 like, uh, like I, I, I've, I've developed a dad mm-hmm. look. I just am tired of seeing kids say crap to their mm-hmm. parents. I'm like, you really? Oh, yeah. But the thing is, we're so scared of, like, doing something in a – like reacting in public, mm-hmm. like I, like I've seen parents freeze up because they don't want to react in public. Because mm-hmm. I've watched a little kid curse his mom out, and I went, uh, "You want me to hit him for you, or you gonna take him?" 
because this little nigga about to fucking get it. Because he was with his grandmother. So she was like old and trying not to curse him. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, we're, we're nervous now. But even with that nervousness, the kid can still get it. I knocked you out a little. Uh, if, I, if I had, like I was, telling, I was telling someone earlier today, if I had a son, oh, he'd catch these hands if he said half shit my daughter said. <laughs> like, I, like I, I, I can't hit my daughter. That's it's not that's not that's not Mark that's not Marcus's mo, but if I had a son, he'd catch his hands so fast. I don't believe in corporal punishment. If I have kids, I'm not beating on them. Okay, don't beat on them. Beat See, them. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> once. Can I, I, I says the person I, uh, who's never been be a parent? Feeling, I be feeling like that, but sometimes it, it depends on the offense. I try like I, I try not to to dive on my child, but if he's in that mode, like if he knocks my glasses off. I got to bring you back to reality. But also, like you said about being like, I've been in public and my child start wilding out and I feel the, I feel the looks. Yeah. It's like, you want to go into that old, that black parent. Like I, you try to, you oh, you're going to embarrass me? acting right. Yeah. You like, you can, but they're not going to act right. So understanding your child is the best course of action, but they, your child needs to be fearful of you, of your oh, reaction. Yeah. Like, Hey, 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 I, I, I don't want to, but I the corporal not. punishment is not effective. I remember I used to get my ass whipped, and I kept doing whatever it is I got my ass whipped for. I did that shit again the next day. I just I think that um, hitting your kids is just an outlet for the frustration of the parent. It's not really effective in controlling or changing their behavior. Eh, I don't think you can, I don't think you she can make a unilateral point. statement. Not for every kid. For every kid for every situation, mm-hmm. and that's the problem I think people have. Is like. They look at it and go, oh, there's no excuse for that. It's like just because something wasn't effective, the biggest issue I see is inconsistencies. Yes. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, if you're if you're as a parent letting stuff slide and then overreacting when you're stressed out, then then that's not a they're not affect then you're not applying punishment. You're just having an outlet. But if you've like if it's like you've given them other options and exhausted other options, there's and there's certain situations. The biggest one usually is you need something to stop, usually for their own safety. Yes. If I'm put like now there, yeah, yeah. If it's a if it's a I need you to immediately be I'd rather them be fearful of catching a spanking than put their think they can put their hand on a stove. Something like that where it's like you just you like they're not they're not getting it and there needs to be something that they're more afraid of so that they don't try that so candace will let her son burn his hand no that's a good point because i remember all of the things that i got beaten for as a kid were stuff that my mom was deathly afraid of things bad things happening to me right Mm -hmm. those are the things i got beaten for the most like for instance joey said you know putting your hand on the stove or if I was going out at night, those are the things I would be beaten for because they were so afraid of something else happening to me. Mm-hmm. So have you changed your stance on but did speaking? They, so but far? did they start but doing this shit? But did, <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. Did they did they try to explain things to you first? Nope. And what that, and what age? What age okay, are we talking well, yeah, about, that's, roughly? That's different. That's different. So that's what I'm saying. It's for me. It's like the it's like the last resort type thing where it's they you've tried to explain it. They're not getting it. You need some some other. I just think that the, there's different tools. I'm not saying it's something where I go, oh, universally, oh yeah, they should be able to do that. It's like 
if there's certain situations where nothing, you know, they they're not, and people learn different ways. You want to know? Candace what was going to learn that way. You, you want to know what my there uncle did? No explanation. It was only don't do it because I said so. And that's right. the problem, right? That's that's, that's, that's the issue. Because when you tell a kid because I said so. That's like a big red sign to go do it again. Because I have no reason why I shouldn't other than you just said I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And if you got an inquisitive kid, they'd be like, well, why? Now, if you sit there like, yo, listen, you can't let my hand go in the parking lot because if let's just say you and your kid bring you dart out in the traffic and you get hit by a Land Rover, son, it's over for you. And then my heart is broken. Mm-hmm. Now, I've told you this a couple of times. Now, maybe now, if, if it happens again, son, I got a whale on you because... This wailing on you mm-hmm. is going to be, hopefully, will be what you remember before you dart off into that street. Like, dang, he beat this shit out of me the last time I let his hand go in the parking lot. But, you know, just like other stuff, but the explanation. Parent, how you coach, how you teach everything else. I do that with my players. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, or maybe I'm not explaining what I want you to do. Maybe it's, it's me. The first couple times, it's the parent. The third time... Okay, you're telling me to go fuck myself because you're not doing what I actually <laughs> do. So, and, see, and sometimes I, literally they will I, tell you to fuck yourself. Yeah. Huh? Sometimes literally the kid will tell you to fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, there's a video. There's a video on Instagram. It's, it's a reaction video. It's one of those. Um, oh man, you remember that 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 show? I think it was Wife Swap or something like that. Oh, he slapped the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the black kid. Yeah, the, the black, black kids. Are, and the black parents are looking at the kid, and the kid's like, yeah. Well, if your child does that, oh, you you got to tag them. I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen the the movie where you uh, do the whole positive reinforcement only thing, and it leads to a conniving little shit, like nine times out of ten, because <laughs> like it just they'll they're it's they're huh? It's not human. You can't just give positive 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 reinforcement. Negative reinforcement works sometimes too. Like yo. I expect better of you. What's wrong with you? You were taught. I know I've showed you that that is not the way that I want you to do things or behave or something. But when you just keep hugging and coddling, you can't hug and coddle every time. Sometimes you got to scold. Here's what. Here's how I stop. Here's how I stop my daughter from running into the street. I stood her right in front of me because she's trying to run off. And I was like, hey, stop. Wait. And she kept, she kept doing it. So I stood her in front of me. And I said, all right, stand still. And I took the palm of my hand. And hit her clean in her chest. Probably about a foot away from her. And I looked Whoa. at her and I said, did that hurt? And she said, yeah, that hurt. I was like, a car is bigger than me. So imagine that hitting you in your chest. That's a big car. <laughs> and she said, she said, oh, well, that'll hurt a lot. And I went, yeah. So stop running the street or else a car will hit you in your chest. Yeah, that, that's good too. <laughs> and she's never running the street again. Now, did I have to put my hands on her to, to make this point? Yes. Because she did she didn't understand what a car would do to her. Because the car the car she sees isn't isn't moving at 35, 40 miles an hour. But when something's moving that fast, it's gonna put put a dip. It doesn't even matter if it's moving that fast. If it's if it like a lot of these kids don't like realize that that they can't be seen. They're too short for the person in the car. And now at least you got backup cameras. And it's a little bit safer, but like, like, there's a lot of people driving old fucking dusters, and they might be backing up and can't see you because you're, you know, the, the tips of your hair, all they, all, all it's showing above that, 
that trunk. So, like, there needs to be, you know, and every parent I've seen struggle with the kid want to play in the parking lot. It's. I don't know what kids like playing in the fucking streets for. Have you ever played in the street? That shit is fun. I did, it and it's true. It is fun. It, I, I remember it's being super kid. Fun. As a teenager, we like dodging cars. <laughs> oh, it's the best. It's it makes you feel. The world, it makes you feel like the big kid when you're playing in the street because you're not supposed to. Yeah, like uh, my parents not here. <laughs> I can do it. I can dodge these cars. Yeah, we used to play football in parking lots. I I know how that that world is. I'm in the middle of uh, uh, busy streets too. But again, it's 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 being a kid, and that's what people need to need to also remember too is that kids are gonna do kid shit. Yep. I don't know why we forget when we get older that kids do kid shit. <laughs> there's, there's I never a understood that part, that that grown up thing. There's a couple things at play. Like one, you you need to know that kids are gonna do kid shit, and two, you're gonna need to also at, be an adult yourself. There's a lot of parents that aren't adults themselves and have worked out how to express things that they need to express constructively and in a healthy way. And because they haven't, that's where like, that's what we remember. A lot of our parents weren't adults. Like they were, in in a, from a maturity standpoint, right, and from a way to communicate. My parents had me when they were twenty two. You know how much of a baby you are at twenty two. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having kids now, much less twenty two. Candace having kids at forty seven is just ridiculous. You know what, Marcus? I'm not even going to say that. Daniel, why, why would you say that, Marcus? Do you understand how hard it was for me to not make an old joke there that <laughs> you did it anyway? I have to. I don't That's know if a- I'm becoming more just aware or if I'm just becoming pussy. I was like, well, I would never say that. <laughs> I think it's both. I think, it's, you know, but yeah. Being a parent changes things about you that you didn't think you were going to change. <laughs> How do we get here? I don't want to talk about kids getting hit by cars. Just talk about some fun Wait, stuff. Yeah, Marcus, how old were you when your daughter was born? 26. 26? Okay. Alex, how old were you when your son was born? She about 30, 31. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. See, I feel like that's kid having age. 26 is so young to me to be a parent. I don't know. It just, like, I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground in, the 20, in my 20s. You're like a little kid yourself. Joey knew, Joey knew me back then. Well, yeah, I couldn't imagine having one at 26. And I, I remember being 26 and knowing people with kids. I was just like, how do y'all do it? But now they're like my age and their kids are like 8, 10. Like, they're, like, they're like John already. Stingray, yeah. So yeah, 30-year-old can't handle this type of shit that you're dealing with right now. There's a strong chance I won't have kids until I'm 40. On my current on my current life track. Your kid's telling us about the Stingray? Yeah, man, he's an animal kid. He's a, he's he's an animal. Kid. It's it's funny just the progression. It used to be like dinosaurs and like, like dump trucks and shit. All boy shit. Now it's just sea creatures and fucking stingray every goddamn five minutes. Orca whales, giant colossal squid. Like you got, you got a little marine biologist on your hands there, there maybe. Right, right, exactly. You gonna work at closed down Sea yeah. World. It'll. He'll work to close down Sea World. Until like two years from now, and then he's into something else entirely. Two years? You gave way too much time. That's three weeks. I'm trying to be generous. (laughs) That's that's next month. I was trying to to provide some hope. (laughs) I need him to do a job that I can create easy easy material for. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, so my son's a marine biologist. That's stupid. (laughs) 
Hey, as long as he's not into Beyblades, I think you're you're winning on that one. What are, oh, I mean, yeah. as long as he's not into Beyblades at seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in general, can, those things at are. One point, he can Beyblade. Like the, the, I like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but it's like it's a top. It's a top that explodes. It's it's, it's a dreidel with weapons. Exactly. Yes. It's a dreidel with weapons. It's a dreidel that explodes. Not a dreidel. It's a dreidel. <laughs> oh, man, but Alex, it was, oh, back on to what we were discussing before we got into the topic of kids. Yeah. You, my brother, have you, have you done anything other than comedy in the last couple of years? I mean, it's been, what, three, four years yeah. since you've been on the podcast? Uh, more like six. Yes, yes. It's been six? <laughs> no, that's nah, it's, it's, it's been like three, though. Three and some change. At, at um, let's see. Well, I mean, I, I coach football. I've been doing that for like uh, like 10, maybe 11 years. You want to um, say what team is coach? I, because uh, uh, I be saying wild <laughs> shit. I know. <laughs> now, if you just go on my Instagram and see where I coach, you see where I coach. It's, yeah. like, it's like saying where you work, you know? I say, I. <laughs> I say a lot of shit that would, if, if the wrong person, they'd be like, hey, this person is saying this on their personal account. Now, granted, you can't fire me for it, but, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, no, nah, I, I called you Blake High School. Uh-huh. I did all that just to say it again. Uh, you yeah, Blake, baby. Class yeah, O-Deuce, yeah, yeah. baby. Um, that, that, that's what we said. Yeah. Did we do, which one? What are y'all doing? We did. I think it was this one. Class of a what? O two, the zero with the two. I think that's what we did. I don't know. We threw gang signs up when I was in high school. Candace, Candace, remember? The suburbs are a different place. The suburbs are different. <laughs> that's why O three is the one that's easy. That makes yes. sense. Yeah. Uh, so is that what all those white supremacists are throwing up the O three side? I, I don't know what that. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just playing the net game. Apparently, you remember the net game, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Was fun. <laughs> and you just oh, got all the viewers. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been coaching. Um, what else? Coaching, being a dad, doing comedy. Those are the only things I really like to do. Everything else, at some point, will be stupid. I'm like, that's dumb. Why am I putting energy in this? But uh, those are the things that have been consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me. And um, let's see, coaching came first, then comedy, and then my kid. Um, yeah, th- that's all I really do. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey man, uh, let's I, get, get a couple kids to college. Get a couple kids to the pros. I'm happy. There you okay. go. Man. There get you back, go. man. That's a, that's that's what, what I. What sport is it that you're coaching? Is it football, basketball? I coach uh, basketball. Uh, shit, no football. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you sure? <laughs> you know, it was it's just I was just thinking of what the last thing Candace said, and I just <laughs> oh yeah, I just say that. Yeah. It's playoff time. It's you know. Yeah. Uh, are you, you, coach, you coach varsity or JV? Um, more so varsity, but I, I work with both. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we, we, me, like as as previously stated. Uh, and you're also teaching as well. Right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a special edu special education assistant teacher, so okay. I work in an autistic program. Yes. Okay. Yeah, man. Alex, awesome. Alex is a very special guy. He's he's been he's he's a very funny man. Are you guys um back in the classroom or no? Like virtual? Our our department is because I work in a 
a an autistic program. Mm-hmm. One of the like maybe what is it, like maybe three, four in the county, given all the schools. Oh wow! And so um, we had a couple of kids opt to come back. Okay. And so um, so yeah, we we had a couple of kids come back, so everybody had to come back. But we are all uh, Wednesday is a virtual day for my little program. Okay. I would assume if you have special needs kids, it's better for them to be. It's more hands-on, so you need them to be, like, in the classroom. Is that why they brought them back? No. Uh, again, not all of ours, not every kid in our program came back. It's just the parents that uh, decided to send their kids back, which <laughs> it was the, the ones the, the ones that need the most support, which wasn't surprising. So, yeah. But no, most of, most of our kids are uh, still at home. Did now with, with that program are those are those students in like their own classes or are they you know kind of in inclusive situation? I, I remember I when I was considering it a path of education then that there's been a move there was a movement towards more inclusion in like them in not, not separating them out into other into their own class. It was dangerous it was, proposition there. Well, every every program is different. Okay. Um, uh, our program is self-contained. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do we do have um, electives, electives with the with the with the regular population. No. Gen pop. Gen pop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with general population. Um, yeah, so we have electives. So you know we're in our but but our program isn't designed. We're not on the degree path. We kind of. We are trying to teach life skills and job skills okay. so that whenever they do phase out of our program, they can apply for other programs. So, like, we would go to um, we go to the store uh, like two days a week, two days out the week, and um, like work work on shelving things and putting things away because certain uh, certain jo- certain corporations, jobs, whatever, what have you hire special needs employers like Michael's does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Safeway does. So those are places that we would always go and, you know, have a little field trip. Grocery so stores on. always do. I remember one time, <laughs> one time, this dude kicked us out. He, he was like, he was like, listen, I don't know what the old manager used to allow, but I, I can't have it. Y'all gotta go. <laughs> what y'all do? Put sad shoppers anyway. <laughs> I wheeled them kids up out of there so slow, man. Knocking shit over. Like, grab all that jewel on all that shit. <laughs> Not drool. Goddamn. Oh, no. That's merchandise. I work in a grocery store. Can't have that, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. You ain't going to tell me in my game we can't be up in here pushing shit away. Nigga, fuck you. I've been kicked out of nicer grocery stores than this. We go to Wegmans. Oh. You think I'm gonna let let a shopper's manager tell me I can't be up here? All of it again. They go shoppers like, again. Fuck y'all, we can go get kicked out of a Whole Foods. I can get kicked out of Whole Foods. You think I'm gonna let shoppers support this company? Get the fuck out of way? Hell no. Oh so, man. Stupid ass button up shirt. Yeah, I gave him a hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but we're kidding. The world hold up the traffic too. We are gonna have to tell the park because we was in the short bus. And I, I told him I'm gonna park diagonal. Oh shit! How about that? How about you see me? How about we fight? Damn. <laughs> oh 
okay. Uh, I've never been in that co- confrontation with a uh, special education teacher. Uh, I'm going to pause it real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to use that for stage material. That's funny. I've never actually had no, that. You I, should. That's pretty funny. I was going to say you should. Talk those crazy. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I write, write that down. Write that down. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> no, he cussed out the collar. He cussed out the showers employee. It's good stuff. <laughs> Oh man! So where can where can they find you on the internet, man? I know I know you're uh, you have a social media presence. Yeah, I'm on social media too damn much. Motherfuckers get mad at me. He didn't text me back in a timely fashion. Like, he's on the timeline. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I've seen yours. Is your son is uh, your son wearing clothes? He's in the background of that video. Oh that? no, my son butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this. I couldn't do this and parent. I only see y'all <laughs> once a year. I see him all the time. Um, so I, is, I, I can't see the... I'm looking at this monitor, uh-huh. so it doesn't look that clear, but I guess it's crystal clear on your side. Yeah, and I wanted okay, to make... Okay, so yeah, you saw the negative. I wanted to make baby. sure before, like, because I, I didn't want this to be one of them Zoom calls where, like, this <laughs> naked baby, naked mom <laughs> in the background and shit. It's like, what the hell's happening? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's real. People... <laughs> yeah, man. We're in each other's spaces. These kids... Auntie been walking around butt ass naked that house for 15 years. Now it's a whole camera in the house. It's not fair to anyone. It's, it's, yeah, it's not fair to anyone. We all just trying to figure this shit out. But, uh, where can they find you on the internet, man? Where can they find me on the internet? Uh, let's see. I'm on Twitter. My my, my Twitter name is long. It's 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 a it's a Harlem Nights reference. It's a uh, Vera. P T D R R Z. It's Vera. Put the razor away. <laughs> uh, that's what my Twitter handle is, but it's it's chopped up. Um, my Instagram is a lot easier to remember. My Instagram is al underscore x brown underscore. Okay, all right, man. So, so yeah, yeah that's where you can catch my music, my little bullshit ass rants. And when I did, uh, when I am occasionally booked and or busy, I post shows there. Okay, okay, that sounds good, man. But well, we're gonna take a quick break, Joey. Joey, yep. we got some general topics coming up, man. Yes, we do. What the hell is going on in the world, dude? Uh, they're getting ready to have a uh, memorial for Paul Mooney. Um, Kwame Brown made made a, a social media frenzy uh, by finally having uh, t- having too much. He, he finally he finally snapped. Lo- he lost his shit. He just he he he, he uh, we we've been too mean to him for too long, and now I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> go fuck all of us up. But we'll How much time is the break? About five minutes? The break's about two and a half minutes. Oh, <laughs> it's oh. not a long one. You need to take a longer one? That's fine. Yeah, I got to go put clothes on my child. All right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Hit, hit mute on, my naked baby. Hit mute on your screen, and then you, you can actually turn the video off if you want to. If you got to uh, run. All right, I'm going to just turn the camera off. I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, turn, all right. mute it, too. I don't want you screaming at your baby and then come over the air. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I know you don't care. But... <laughs> But all right, man, we'll see y'all in a minute. We'll come back with more on the That Comedy Podcast. And this segment of That Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Dude Powder. That's right, Dude Powder with menthol chill. Folks, if you need a little bit of extra help down there, 
because it's summertime and it gets a little warm, get yourself some dude powder. Makes you feel better. Makes you feel sunshiny. Because it makes you feel cool. Joey LaFaro uses dude powder every day. Because you know what it has, Joey? It has stank protection. That's right, stank protection. Joey needs it. DJ Marcus needs it. Everybody needs a little bit of stank protection here and there. Especially Candace. I've been stank free since 2003. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and we're back on the That Comedy Podcast. Candace's theme song is playing. <laughs> it is. I, I don't doubt it. What? Is that your is that your dude powder that I'm smelling? Is it? I just noticed this scent traveling through the room. Well, it's close. So. Yeah, no, it doesn't have a real smell. I don't know. I just noticed a a, a cooler fragrance. No, it doesn't have like, the room. It doesn't have that. So, are we gonna start advertising cornstarch next week? Is that what, is this what we're doing now? This is not. There's no corn. There's no talc in here. It's talc free. Okay. So it's cornstarch. So what is it? It is uh, absor- it absorbs moisture. It's made from deodorants and botanicals. Natural deodorants and botanicals. Uh, let's see. What is dude powder? Uh, directions. What are y'all talking about? Dude powder. This is here. This is it right here. I don't know if you've seen this in your local grocery grocery dude store. Powder? Dude powder. It's for it's for that area right right <laughs> right, right after the balls, but right before the, the anus. It's it ain't tight. It's, it's made it's from the, there, yes. It's made from the ashes of powdered dudes. <laughs> oh man, yes. It is. It is okay. It is. Hold on. I just want to take a moment. Can we talk about that fucking robot that I saw in the grocery store? That shit was terrifying, Marcus. Okay. What do you <laughs> okay. The grocery store robot. The kid. <laughs> forgot are we gun. talking about? That. We didn't talk about that for a little bit. We didn't talk oh, about it last. My God! It just ran up on me. I was minding my business. You so, spilled oh, something. It, it was there to clean up. That is its job. Its job is to, is to is service with a smile. It is there to buff the floors and make sure customers don't slip and fall. That's but I'm saying. like Joey. You don't fucking soft launch that. You let people know that there's a fucking robot roaming the aisles. I shouldn't have been surprised by that. It should have been signs everywhere. There, they see a robot. You know old people are afraid of robots. She <laughs> <laughs> thought it was day after tomorrow. <laughs> you know the five people that there's a fucking robot roaming around. Can you, you imagine? That shit. I just, I, I'll, when I saw that, all I started imagining is like, the grocery store that was near my house growing up was ShopRite. And there's a Riderwood bus that goes to that ShopRite store. couldn't have it. ShopRite couldn't fucking have it. It would have been that hilarious. Work for Riderwood. Yeah, that right, that Riderwood, those Riderwood old people would have lost their goddamn mind. Oh my god, it would have been hilarious. I would have just, I would, I would have just wasted all day at the store. I would just go I there. I almost lost my goddamn mind. It had googly eyes. Why would they put <laughs> eyes on the robot? So it was fucking terrifying. It had a smile too, Candace. You didn't know it was a smile. <laughs> oh, Wait, why no. did it have googly eyes? <laughs> they can't see me. It was tall as shit. It was like five ten. Like it was a fucking robot. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if like the Terminator robot had googly eyes? <laughs> like that's the thing is like the the face of terror is this Google is like something that you would have made for a science project in third grade and it's just like a a, a, a it's a traffic cone you painted gray put googly eyes on and put on top of a like a remote control car. So wait, 
since Alex is back, we have to get him up to speed. So I was in the grocery store, just minding my own business. A goddamn robot is just floating through the aisles. It had like a bunch of cameras on it and a face. It was a Roomba on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it was a Roomba. The scariest shit ever. Or was it was it picking out stuff for like uh, the shoppers? That's the no, 2.0 model. I, I run up on it and it detects spills. So it alerts the staff when something's um, spilled in the aisles, but it just like kind of roll. It's so creepy. Oh my God. I, it has a name. I can't think of a name. Can you imagine if someone's like sweating profusely and it's just following them around? <laughs> See, a spill has been detected in this area. It's not a spill. Leave me alone. <laughs> so it's hot outside. Where, where was this, uh, Candace? It was in a stop and shop. I don't yeah. know if they have stop and shops in DC. I've only seen. They them don't. When they I call them Jersey. giants. They call them giants and, and uh, food lions down here. Oh, I've heard of. Okay, stop got and it. Shop. Yeah. So in Jersey, it's a stop and shop. Yeah. Uh, I actually looked it up. If you look it up, it's a supermarket uh, robot. It's called Marty. Yes. And it just detects spills and scans the aisles. But in real life, this shit is so scary because you don't know it's coming, and it just kind of floats Marty. up behind you. It's so weird. It stands for something. They uh, named it Marty because they thought it would play better with the with the people with the old people being afraid of it. <laughs> like, well, if we give it an old, a name they'll recognize, <laughs> then all the senior citizens won't freak out. And yeah, I don't know a lot of young Martys. Yeah. Well, I guess Martin. We haven't had a Marty since, since McFly. Big Fly. <laughs> oh, but so but, have you guys ever seen it? Am I the only one that's ever experienced one in real life? Uh, I have never never seen one up close. We don't have those down here. Well, the they reason don't we have them in Maryland. The, the reason we don't is because black people are very superstitious, and you put it around a lot of us, uh, it may get broken. Uh, simply because yeah. it, it, the first crazy person that goes, y'all got that goddamn robot following me. Someone's going to fight it. That robot just following me around the store. Y'all just keep the robots following me instead of y'all. And then, yeah. Then Somebody's like, going to kick it over. Someone, it, yeah. it's There's going to be a TikTok channel of kids running up on it and doing like uh, RKOs on it. And yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen. But it, it, just like that robot they were trying to send around the country and it got the Philly and they beat the shit out of it and threw it in a trash can. It, it's, that's what would happen if they put that in the hood. We talked about that on the podcast. I remember that now. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I yeah. forgot about that. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, that, that's what happens when you put when you put tech in the hood. So you can't well, put it down. Yeah. Put tech I think they should fuck a robot. You mean to tell me y'all can't fix nothing around here, but y'all just send a, a shitty Lego machine? <laughs> yeah, let's, be, let's fuck it up. They can't put... Rick Moranis put on the money streets. And where we live. How are you gonna put a robot on the street? <laughs> yeah, they fuck that. They they would fuck that robot up down here. They should have. Uh, but yeah, so so Candace, yes, um, I I know what the prototype is because I used to work for that company, uh, so I do know that they were coming out with those. The original idea was again to check for spills, but they are going to upgrade them in the, in the future to be assistance to customers around the store. I think they were like, man, I really want to put a Roomba in the store, but people are just going to step on it and kick it. Yeah. I know. Let's put a giant cone on top of it and put a face on it. <laughs> so people so it's J5? Freak. It is it's J5. It's J5. It's J1. It's not quite, right. quite, it's not quite Johnny 5. Oh, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the future, Candace. Alex, I'm going to send you the video. It's creepy as shit. It moves all slow like a fucking horror movie. It's awful. <laughs> Candace was just freaked out. She was like, technology? No, no. I can't wait for things to be automated. 
it's funny enough, you know, I robot or not, nothing's gonna stop me from stealing from grocery stores. So <laughs> I'm grown now. Stop. See, I ain't gonna fund that motherfucker. I'm getting off. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I want to say at least about five cameras on it. So if they upgrade its functionality also to surveillance, then that's your ass, Alex. Because like it, it was it was full of cameras. You make me. What are you gonna do? You, you can't lock me up. I'm just not gonna pay for it. Yeah, take this shit back. I don't care. Gonna... <laughs> I shop at Wegmans, sir. This I'm just here for. I'm just studying. They're gonna put. Is that what you told that shopper's manager? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly We're going to hack one and then make it start going to open mics. Oh. So we can follow candidates around. <laughs> make good open mics. Makes it actually perform at open mics. It just stands on stage and go, yeah, I went to work today. It's like, what Imagine trying what? to cancel a robot. Humans are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like racist against humanity <laughs> and it just was talking shit? Hey, hey Candace. Candace. Yeah. When they when they make this this robot to sexually harass you, and you make your Facebook post against it, can I be the one person to while everyone's trashing the robot comment? Can I just be the one person to say it was programmed to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, "Oh my god, I hate that robot comedian. He's terrible. He followed me too." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but Joey, it's let's not funny, Candace. Stop it! Don't laugh. It's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> Joey, let's kick down with these uh these trending topics, man. Uh, so as many already know, uh, we lost a great one last. One week. of the greatest, uh, Mr. Paul Mooney. Mr. Paul Mooney passed away of a heart attack. Mm. Um, but they're getting ready to have his memorial. Okay. And so far, confirmed. For the attendants are Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart, and Tiffany Haddish. Okay, is, is uh, Alex Brown or Candace Oz going to be in attendance at uh, Paul Mooney's funeral? I, I, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm asking. It was not that reported. That is going to be the biggest gathering of like <laughs> black comedy. Com- comedian. Oh my God! It's going to be like the hottest ticket in town. Every black comedian superstar is going to be at Paul Mooney's funeral. Uh oh. I almost want to buy like a ticket to it. Like I know it's gonna be the hottest shit. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be big. I'm. I'm a little torn. I don't know what to do. I. I, I want to acknowledge that he was a titan in this industry, but it's a lot of weird stuff said about Paul Mooney. Yeah, it has not all the way been acknowledged. And I don't. <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't want to be. But it's just like. It has been said that him and Richard Pryor were lovers. Have you heard that? Yep. I, I, I've heard that, and and Richard Pryor did a very weird joke. Now, granted, it was the 70s, but have you seen that clip of them at this roast? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Hey, listen, don't play with me like that in front of people. I'll beat your ass. Like, what? There's <laughs> <laughs> cameras on. Yeah, Wait, no, what did he say? What did he say? It was, it was, it was, he was setting up, like, yeah, we had this writing job, da 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 da. And it was a white guy in the room, and and Paul S is D. And, and everyone started laughing. Everyone bust out laughing. Like, Paul started laughing. I was like, oh, the 70s was different. <laughs> that, that, wasn't, that wouldn't be a joke. I would think, like, you could roll, you could talk about me all you want, but uh, yeah, no. Nah, Don't tell nobody, I suck nobody. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that, that's weird. This is a clip from like the 70s. Yeah. It's a clip from the 70s, granted. It is a monster, yes. Where where a punchline like that 
probably hits a little more than it does today. <laughs> it, it hits hard today. Yeah, it hits different. Well, yeah, they they, they they probably all look because Paul had like a yes. like a quasi I feel like gay homoeroticism is like a standard punchline with with dudes when they're talking. I don't know if it had anything more to it. That's common, right? I think. Well, I think what I'm saying is, in the '70s, it's one of those things where it was so that well, you, people knew so little about it, you felt more comfortable laughing about it because it didn't seem like a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, even ten years later, people started like having a lot more awareness about uh, homosexuality and and things of that nature. So there was a little bit more discomfort and and fear from other people mm-hmm. about about it. So the emotions get more complicated over time, True. and so that's where I say I think like a joke like that might have hit. You know, think about the things that over time, as we get um, get more oh. mature. That it hits, it does. It hits. It hits less and less because you realize, oh, that that isn't as funny. Like in a vacuum, it's funny. Yeah. But when you start realizing that there's, when you start realizing the humanity of things, and that people are connected to them, you either you feel you feel more about it. You feel more <laughs> about it. It's not. It, it, it's not just this thing. that's like, in the difference. Oh, that's never gonna happen. That's silly. Okay, okay I'm coming. And as okay. it becomes more real. You're you either <laughs> you either become afraid of it or you become sympathetic to it, but you develop emotions about things that you're you uh, you have experience with. Yeah, and I think that that's where things were in the '70s. Is like that was so out of the consciousness that you know, and it was like it was unfathomable for a lot of people. Whereas now it's like okay, so and then you get into like the '90s and it's just like oh, down low, and then it becomes a, a thing and and. Now it's you know like we've progressed a little bit from there, but there's still a lot of that going on too. True. Yeah, I mean, it, Paul Mooney had had had, had some some uh, some things about him that uh, that that were that were a little different. He seemed like he was all he always seemed like he was that like almost gay guy. Like in everything, everything I ever watched him in, because he had that 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 tone about him. Where he was, where because he, he, yeah, like some of his yeah, manner, like his facial expressions, his mannerisms, right? and his tics. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. but he, because like he, he just he seemed like the old gay guy. Like he's been in the closet so long that everybody's just like, yeah, he's gay. Everybody don't care though. <laughs> but I didn't. I never I had a. I, that. I can definitely see that. I don't have a problem with him. I don't have a problem with him. I think he was probably one of the funniest human beings. Uh, I don't, I would never say he was the funniest comic. He wrote for probably all the funniest comics to ever come on on a stage. I saw a clip where Dick Gregory uh, was saying, like, he tricked me because I thought the money was in comedy and he went into writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 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 made he made his money he made his money on on writing for all those all those superstar comedians. I'll yeah. say this about Paul Mooney: his his writing, his words are extremely funny. But I would, I can see why he was better as a writer than a performer because his stage presence was very, like intimidating, almost disturbing. Like his, yes. I didn't want to hear the words from him. I want to hear those words from somebody else because he was kind of scary on stage. Oh, I don't know. Did I wonder if he? That was just the the persona he cultivated for when he was doing stand up. Because like you can write jokes, but they don't fit your persona or your voice as a comic 
Like, I can think of jokes where I'm like, yeah, that'd be funny, but it's not really the type of comedy I, I, I do, and it and it, it becomes more complicated. It be, you know, there's other people who do that kind of stuff and, and probably could use something like that. Yeah, um, but I just mean his, his stage presence was very, like, intimidating and angry, mm-hmm. and I just... I don't know. I I can see why he was better as a writer because him on stage didn't really translate as well as somebody else would have. White bitch, don't touch me. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, like he was just real scary. <laughs> I've never, I've never like. I think it worked for him though. I've never had more clutch my pearl moments than watching Paul Mooney do stand up. It's like, oh, <laughs> nigga, did you just say that? Now, I'm not gonna lie. I don't have to sit here and pretend that my introduction to him wasn't from the Chappelle show. Yeah. But even from that, like, you you could see, like, I, I didn't have a problem with it any way he prese- the way he was presenting it because I thought it came, it came across as real. Like, you, you like the one thing I felt with when he, he was talking was this isn't made up. It's authentic. He came, he he came authentic. across as super authentic. Yeah. And it, was, and it was refreshing to see, you know, regardless of the content. Mm. Which, <laughs> it is he. There's no fucks given. <laughs> none, none, none at all. Oh man, but what else is going on in the world, Joey? R.I.P. Paul Mooney. Uh, Dot Comedy will uh, is saluting you, sir, and we want to give you a hearty farewell, sir, and <laughs> goodbye and safe home, Paul Mooney. I gave a motherfucker air horns. Got to give him some. We are Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got going on in the world, Joey? Um, show, shit, Joey, we got like three minutes left in the show. Uh, <laughs> Kwame Brown. Um, okay, Kwame Brown. What's going last on? Last time Kwame? we heard from Kwame Brown, um, Michael Jordan was disappointed in him, <laughs> and then he actually went on to have like a twelve-year NBA career. Mm-hmm. Of being a productive player for multiple teams, yes, and even low key, Michael Jordan rehired him to yes. play for the Bobcats. So clearly, he was over whatever issue he had with him when he drafted him. <laughs> but uh, the other day, the uh, was it the All the Smoke podcast um, <laughs> with Stephen Jackson and um, and Gilbert Arenas. Uh, this side, I think they had Matt Barnes on. To, oh, okay, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Gilbert was on. Gilbert oh, was okay. the guest. I'm sorry. Uh, they decided they were having a conversation and they were making some jokes at his expense. Mm-hmm. And since that day, <laughs> Kwame wasn't having. Kwame, shit. Kwame finally was like, "Y'all have been calling me a bust for damn near 20 years, and and now you, I'm retired. This is years ago." And you still talking shit about me. Mm-hmm. Enough's enough. And he came for everybody. <laughs> What'd he say, Joey? Uh, he <laughs> he basically uh, went into uh, a series of uh, accusations. He went, first, he went on Matt Barnes for being, at first he's like, I used to like you, but now I just realize you, you're just a light-skinned dude who says stupid shit. And... <laughs> 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 and and went in on like how uh Derek Fisher is raising his kids and like it was very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh oh man, I can't even remember how he basically called Gilbert Arenas white. <laughs> so 
I know that this Kwame guy is an ex-basketball player, and he just recently went off on everybody. But I don't understand what was the catalyst. What happened? Why he all of a sudden just started going off on people? Okay, okay. Let me let me let me tag me in, Joey. I got you. Tag him. Yeah, I I I'm I'm not remembering all the details well enough. So, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson have a podcast. They had the Lakers on the Lakers. Somebody was high up in the Lakers. Now, it was a joke made at Kwame Brown's expense. For, it wasn't a big joke, but it was it was a slight jab, enough of a jab to wake him up. And and uh, for the record, the reason it's called the All the Smoke podcast is because Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes are known for fighting people. No, that's not true. It's because they smoke. Well, that too. <laughs> now, granted, now, but but the name is that they want all they they bring on former players and they they get you know. Some are controversial, some aren't. Mm-hmm. But you know, they've had pasts that aren't the, the best, and they and they weed heads. So the the podcast is called All the Smoke, in which they you know they talk about stuff. They get the they get the story straight from the horse's mouth. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so the the joke was said, and I think Gilbert came on, and then I don't know what it might there might have been another joke at his expense, or or his name was brought up, and then that's when Kwame took off and responded. Like you said, you know, he's been hearing stuff about his NBA career for the better part of, since, since he last retired, I guess 20 years. And so, I'm sure he had a lot of pent up. And he he talked about Matt Barnes. Kwame Brown made it personal. It was a basketball joke. But you, you get tired of hearing it, you just spray everybody. Everybody getting hit. So, he talked about Matt Barnes and all of his situation. He talked about Steven Jackson. He talked about Gilbert. Gilbert issued. Gilbert said, "Listen, we were talking about basketball." Gilbert apologized, uh, and then I think he just had more energy from Matt Barnes and, <laughs> and, and Stephen Jackson. And uh, but I think Stephen Jackson apologized. Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson says, "Listen, I shouldn't have made. I should not have made the joke about you." He 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 took the like retired felon way of uh, not way out, but he was just like, "Listen." I apologize. I don't care if you accept it. I apologize for me. As far as him and Matt Barnes go, I, I think Matt Barnes said, hey, you can come to the show. If we got to fight, we got to fight. You know? In, but, um, in the midst you know. of this, in the midst of this, Charlemagne weighed in. Now, and- Charlemagne did some hoe shit, yes. Charlemagne did some hoe ass shit. Charlemagne, Charlemagne always does hoe shit. Charlemagne always makes a bad situation worse. Every time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, well, yeah. Uh, so he went on. The, so he was on his show, and he uh, he brought up all this stuff that had to do with Kwame Brown's family and family trauma, uh, and he acted like he was on the corner, but he was on a, a nationally syndicated radio show. Yeah. yeah, and and I think he was doing it to the effect of "Don't mess with him." But it's like, why you put all this man's family business out there? And then Kwame Brown responded to him. And so, you know, it's, uh, I mean, he's, I, from what I heard, he's got like 30,000 new followers. Um, yeah, he basically calls I'm not necessarily mad at him. And again, people call him a bust, but he played 12 years. He's probably made more money than 99% of the people on the planet, yeah. let alone the U.S. Yep. Right. And, uh, you know, he just... So why did Charlemagne jump in? Did him and Kwame have beef before, or he just was being... I I think it was just, it was a trending black topic, 
Yeah. And so it hits their desk. And so he commented, and I think, I, I believe the, the way Charlamagne introduced it was that he went to high school with Kwame Brown's brother or sister, or whatever. So okay. I guess from his family, or whatever, it's from the same town. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then he went into this kind of story, this fucked up story about, oh, yeah, this dad did this, and, da, 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 da. and it was kind of like to say, don't mess with him, but it could have been done a lot. You didn't have to do all that. Yeah, he- right. And then, and then Kwame Brown responded, and he was like, nigga, you're a rapist. And after that, you know, he, he, he yeah, it he went, made, it went. He was talking about him. how, uh, how was you going to Holy respond? shit. Yeah, he called, yeah. He, he went, he and went I think Charlamagne apologized as well. Yeah. He called, Char- uh, basically was calling Charlamagne a, no. a child molester. <laughs> and then Charlamagne's lawyers got involved. And he's like, oh, so we got lawyers involved. I, I retract my statement, but you're still a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, Kwame was like, you know what? I can't. He said, I can't call you the R word. But he said, he said something. But it, it was funny. It was it, like, it was yeah, she funny. was only fifteen years old. And she was in your car, but I can't call you a child molester. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kwame's story was a lot more damning. <laughs> in the end, yeah, people were like, oh, that's right. Yeah, you did get charged with that. And Yahoo, so, Yahoo News Kwame, you know, what he said, it had nothing to do. It was his family members, but yeah, Charlemagne should have just shut the fuck up. He walked it all the way back because on uh, Monday, Yahoo News reported that Charlemagne apologized to Kwame for causing pain. <laughs> said, since I unintentionally caused trauma, I need to be intentional about causing healing. Yeah, you can't take no money out of Kwame Brown pockets. Kwame, I mean Kwame Brown, straight. <laughs> I like you can't. What are you gonna do? But he can certainly hurt yours. Yeah, he can. I see. Yeah, they'll, they'll bring you bring up that past on anybody, and if it's negative and it got to do with anything other than uh, radio, that little will be gone, and they will hashtag him too. <laughs> oh man! But ain't, all right, Joey. All right, we're gonna do some uh, rapid fire Alex Brown shit. Uh, and we're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna go through these next topics real fast, and we're gonna see exactly which one hit us right on the head. Uh, police in Catalonia are investigating the death of a man who is thought to have become trapped inside a large dinosaur statue while trying to retrieve his mobile phone. Officers are called to the statue in Santa Coloma de Gramenet, a satellite town of Barcelona. After a man and his son noticed something inside the paper mache stegosaurus on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> I'm sorry. The fact that it's paper mache is even funnier. Even funnier. Somehow, somehow, spokeswoman for the regional police force, the Mossos de Esquadra, said the death of the 39-year-old man was not being treated as suspicious. A father and son noticed that there was something inside, raised the alarm. Okay. <laughs> So is he on vacation or is he a, a member of that town? I don't think they've gotten that far they've in the investigation. Far, yeah. They found the body of a man inside the leg of the dinosaur statue. It's an accidental death. There was no violence. The person got inside the statue's leg and got trapped. <laughs> uh, he it, had the statue head first and couldn't get out. So he suffocated inside the damn damn steak. I think he fell inside the leg head first. So he had to suffocate because he couldn't have died. Remember that scene in Ace Ventura where Nature Calls where he's trying to get out the rhino's asshole? Yes. 
I think it's like the reverse of that. It's basically what happened. That was the funniest scene. <laughs> shit. That shit, top five, that scene like, funniest so shit gross. ever. Do you think they would let that scene go today? Hell I, I, I don't understand the problem with it. That whole movie would be canceled. Yeah. That movie was hilarious. I just, oh my God, I forgot about that scene. You remember Tommy Davidson in that movie? Yes. <laughs> when Tommy Davidson threw that spear, he threw their spears and they were in, in Jim Carrey's thighs. <laughs> oh, man. He was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yo, how do how would white woman uh uh feel about a mechanical rhinoceros having a man, a naked sweaty <laughs> man, climb out of a mechanical rhinoceros? You, what what do you think they would be upset about? It uh, showed a birth. You can't show birth in movies. That's, that's not what we do. That's hilarious. Did you yeah, say we hilarious. cannot show bursts? It sounded like you said you cannot show bursts on TV. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's uh, – so what else is going on, Joey? Uh, the whites are at it again. Um, Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene says that Trump supporters who breached the Capitol building are being abused in federal custody. And? How <laughs> can white people abuse white people? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I – It doesn't make any sense. Good, like yeah. also, what do white people consider? What do they consider abuse? Like, was their lunch a uh, minute too late? Like, yeah, what is abuse? Their lunch trays got got to their their bunks too late. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't have a gluten free lunch uh, option. What? From, from what I can gather, it looks like they're uh, kind of being treated like the uh, like the like uh, prisoners. No, like 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 pre deportees. Like, oh. <laughs> which is. Which is about right. Uh, while it's catch and re- the this is our quote. While it's cash and release for domestic terrorists in Antifa and BLM, the people who breached the Capitol on January 6th are being abused. Some even being held for 23 hours a day in solitary confinement. Okay, here's the thing. It's catch and release for Antifa, BLM, and who else? Uh some such bullshit. Okay, um, and the reason it's good for them because they didn't try to overthrow the government. Uh, <laughs> I don't care what you do to these crackers. Um, burn them all at the stake, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it, they're supposed to be hung. I remember reading in history classes that if you're a traitor to the country, you're hung. Yeah. As a teacher, Alex, you you've taught history at some point in your in your illustrious career. Isn't that taught? Isn't that true? If you're a traitor, you get hung. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, to a degree. <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. I was in. I, I remember being in a before I was in the special ed class. I was. I was in a. Was it modern world? Modern world history. Modern world. Yeah. Now, my, this class in particular, uh, it's a lot of black and brown children, mm-hmm. and we were watching a clip from I'd say mid early nineties. And the clip was like from eight from Dateline, and they had chased down Nazis forty some odd years later mm-hmm. to South for in South America yeah, yeah. to bring them back to trial. I remember that. I do remember. And that. I remember I stopped the video, and I and I was sitting in the back of the class, and I said, I just want to just pause it real quick. Uh, I, I asked the class, I was like, Have you guys ever seen that old black and white civil rights footage of people? getting hit with hoses and dogs biting them and all that shit. And they were like, yeah, we've seen that stuff. 
I said, the people who did that lived great lives afterwards. No one had no one had to pay for any of that stuff. So people pick and choose who's going to pay for what. Yep. History doesn't treat bad people the same. No, it doesn't. So, this quote is hilarious. Th- yeah, I don't like, you know, yeah, they're not going to get any real consequences. What's the quote, Joey? So She also okay. said this. Trump supporters are not domestic terrorists. That's a lie. Uh, sorry, uh, she told supporters in Rockmore, Georgia, Osman. That's a lie. Most of the people they have arrested that did the damage and really were the ones doing it didn't really vote. So I wouldn't call them Trump supporters. I wouldn't call them any supporters. They didn't vote. What they were, what they were, is they were anti-government. <laughs> So why do you care about them? Right. Why are you storming the Capitol over an election if you didn't vote? <laughs> what? So, all right, couple things. Yes, yes Candace, why were you at the Capitol? Marcus, yes, I think you're right. I believe treason is punishable by hanging. I mm-hmm. think that's like a one of our archaic rules. Hang them high, um, let them fly. That's what they say at the Capitol. All right, but I don't think, I don't know that I would call that treason... They didn't seem like they were trying to overthrow the government. They stormed in there and took selfies. Like, they just broke in the place. I don't know that they were trying to take over Kenneth, the they government. they had fucking, like, which the the fucking uh, wrist cuffs with the, uh, the what did you call it? Um, God damn it. Why is the word escaping me? Wrist cuffs? They yeah. had the uh, zip ties. Zip, zip tie cuffs cu- that cops Handcuffs. Use? You they said were- they zip tied a cop? No, they have the, they had the zip ties that cops use. They chased the the, the capital cop. cop. They chased that capital cop up them stairs. And they got locked in a room because yeah. it was a trap. <laughs> trapped him. He trapped yeah, him in the room. Yeah, they seemed that they wanted to infiltrate the building. They just looked, They were in there just taking selfies and shit. Look, like, just because no, Candace. Look, listen. Just because their insurrection was idiotic doesn't make it, it not it an insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> just because it was a poorly like, executed. <laughs> okay, here I just I just Google. They didn't seem to have any like aim or collective goal. They were just in that bitch. They were just like we're in here, and that's it. Poor planning aside, it's still treason. Mm-hmm. I, I just looked up uh, tr- the punishment for treason. Uh, whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them, or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid or comfort within the United States or elsewhere, is guilty of treason and shall suffer death. They were trying to hang Mike Pence. Yes. <laughs> or shall be imprisoned not for less than five years or fine under this title, but not less than $10,000. So either you pay or you die. That is the, that that is pretty light. Five years for treason? That's no less than light. five years. So right, get, but I'm just saying, like, you could conceivably get five years for treason? I don't know about that. Yeah, that's 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 from the government. That's in the that's in the Constitution. That is in... Uh, it seems a pretty lenient sentence, don't you think, for fucking treason? Is that what... Chapter, chapter uh, 15, or fa- chapter 115, treason, sedition, and subver- subversive activities. All right, and... Uh, Okay. And they're incapable of holding holding any office under the United States. So that's what oh, that's, okay. that's what they that's what that's what they get uh, stuck with. All right. Okay. That but, sounds about right. But the but the fact that death or <laughs> is in that right? is in that is hilarious death to me. Four or five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one you taking? What you taking? I'm a die for this. Okay. 
All right, I guess so. Oh man, what else is going on, Joey? Let's let's round this thing out, man. Rudy Giuliani. Rudolph? Rudolph Giuliani? Did you know he had a son? Is that by his cousin? <laughs> is that his cousin's uh, son? It, he looks like his cousin's son. Because <laughs> you, know, you know he married and fucked his cousin, right? <laughs> did you know, Did y'all know that? Did y'all on the podcast know that uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani was married to and and fathered children with his cousin? Is his cousin a rat? Because he's kind of got a rat face. Uh like how far removed was second, his cousin? Second, second cousin. cousin, third cousin. Second. Yeah. That's still pretty close. <laughs> this too goddamn close. This guy might. I thought we were done with him, and this is like the sequel that no one asked for. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Quote." He said, "I'm a politician out of the womb. It's in my DNA." No. No. No one wants that. Rudy Giuliano's jackass, and he should. He shouldn't be uh, not as in the much public. as. In the public eye, and his kids need to go sit their happy asses down somewhere. His his kid is this is how this is how special his his kid who's now running for governor in New York. Mm-hmm. He got kicked off the Duke golf team. What did he get kicked off for being an a hole? Like, do you understand like the douchey level that you have to be to be in the douchiest place on the planet, which is the Duke golf team, <laughs> and <laughs> them to say, no, that's He's, too much. That guy's an asshole. Wait, <laughs> y'all believe that? <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> you got to be the asshole of assholes. He tossed an apple in a teammate's face, flipped his putter a few feet, threw a broken club, and then gunned his engine in the parking lot, and got kicked off the team, and then sued Duke University for kicking him off the team. Well, he was a dick dick. That's a that's a, that's what that that's what that all boils down Dad! to. Dad! He was a rich dick. He was a rich dick. Candace left. Oh. Oh, she must have got home. Yeah, I'm fading too, boys. Oh, we, we, this is the last question. this is the last part. That's it. All so right. yeah, we're gonna get out of here, man. Joey, it's been real. It's been the Dot Comedy Podcast, man. Are we still doing the rapid fire questions? That's the end that of it. That was it. Oh, okay. I thought oh, okay. Yeah, that, that only took 10 minutes. <laughs> Wasn't that rapid? <laughs> but we are happy to have you on this week, Mr. Alex Brown. We thank you, sir. And where can, where can the folks find you at on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, A-L underscore X Brown underscore. All right. Oh, man. It- if you got- I appreciate you guys for having me back on, man. It's good to see you guys. I'm glad that you and your families are moving in health and happiness and uh stay safe you too brother man likewise all right man joey it's been fun man we had a good one this week yeah we will see you folks next week where we will have alexander star the fourth signer of the declaration of independence in the united of these united states of america on the podcast (laughs) greatest (laughs) of all time and we will have some more fun and more thrills on the next episode of the that comedy podcast. We'll see you next time, folks. Peace. What do I have to say? Maybe I should do what I have to do to break free and whatever I appreciate you guys. <laughs>